Welcome back to Star Wars Total Rewatch. We're not really rewatching anything today. We are re-experiencing <laughs> Star Tours, the Disneyland ride. Just for fun. Just for yeah. fun. Little mini episode. Full disclosure, I've never been on the ride. I don't think either of you have. <laughs> no, I've I've not. I've only been to Disneyland in California, which, oh, it does have it there. I think they had one there, too. Yeah. They do. You were there and you didn't go to Star Tours? I don't know. I think Tomorrowland was like another section or something. Oh, we have to get a separate ticket to go there. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I, I didn't really look into the details of where they are all placed, other than this ride was at various Disneyland, Disney World parks uh, around the world, I think. There's one in France and maybe one in Japan. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Tokyo. And it looked to me like maybe the U.S. ones have closed, and then, I don't know, some, maybe they have something similar at Galaxy's Edge, but some of the international Disney worlds still have this ride, but it's been changed a bit to fit the newer movies. Oh, I guess replaced by Adventure Continues. That's, That's the thing, yeah, which is basically the same ride, but like modernized a little bit. Okay, these are still going. So we didn't ride the ride, but we found videos of of the footage from it online and I shook around a little bit in my seat while I watched it <laughs> to replicate the experience. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure it was close enough. That would be something if they converted it to like VR. Oh, it'd really no. make you sick. Just a, just a, a run through. This thing opened in 1987. The premise is that you as the audience member, ticket holder, you are a passenger on this Star Tours cruise line. Essentially, yeah. They're, and they're advertising different planets you can visit. So, yeah, the original version from 87, which actually this 87 is right after the Ewoks series ended mm -hmm. at the end of 86. So this is right in chronological order. <laughs> Didn't even realize it. But they, they go to Endor, Both Alderaan. Alderaan. Only the ride doesn't really take you to any of those places. Right. It's just like the, uh, the, the, the attractions. The advertisements tell you that's where you're going all right they say alderaan voted the, mo the safest planet to visit <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure it was at one point it's got all these great five star reviews and then there's just a one star review death star no longer there <laughs> and then when they updated it for the prequels you go to tatooine naboo uh coruscant and where uh you said they go to four planets on the new one yeah from that one jakku uh, crate, which is the uh, the the salt planet. Salt, yeah. Batu, Batu. That's Galaxy's Edge. Weird. And Kefbir, the ocean moon of Endor. They weren't actually on the forest moon of Endor in the Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. Mm, interesting. I know. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I'm disappointed here. I thought they were back on our Ewok homeworld. Should we should we talk about the actual video that we see? Because there's there's some there's a familiar face um, in the safety video. <laughs> yeah, Teak was in. That's it. right. Teak is everybody's in it. favorite speedy little guy. Yeah, yeah. Demon from the live action Ewok movies. Well, he was just in the last one, Battle for Endor. Yeah, yeah, and he was only in this for a few seconds in the uh, in the safety video showing you how to buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> He's sitting there next to some lady and staring at her as she buckles her seatbelt. You've got Chewbacca and Admiral Akbar back there. Oh, yeah. But I paused it and looked around, and there were a lot of aliens. I didn't recognize all of them. 
I'm sure they're from backgrounds of different scenes from the movies. But, but uh, both versions of it had this little joke where some kid sitting in front of Chewie turns around and takes a flash photo of him mm-hmm. and gets growled at. Right, no flash photography. Yeah, you don't want to upset a Wookiee. It'll tear your arms off, kid. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> no, it's fun to see just the characters, you know, the costumes just in a mix with regular people. I mean, it's it's goofy, like especially it's everybody's dressed from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's fun to just uh, feel like it's all real. I mean, when you when you go to these parks, like I'm sure Galaxy's Edge, they've got people in costumes all over. Yeah. Pretty fun. It would. They're just such authentic costumes. I mean, obviously, it's made by the people who made them for the movie. But oh yeah, it was. But it's like kind of uh, tricks your mind into thinking, no, no, that's actually Chewbacca. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it would be great if you couldn't go in unless you changed into a Star Wars costume, <laughs> just to really uh, immerse yourself mm. in it. Right. Right. Have any of you seen the the footage of the new ride? What was it? Resistance. Or Rise of the Resistance. Because there's a whole like video through, like video walkthrough. No, I haven't watched that yet, or been there. If you, if you're planning on any time going anytime, then yeah, don't don't watch it and go experience it for real. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty cool. But that one, you're actually like driving around. It's like these little self-driving cars that just kind of like take you a bunch of places. Yeah, they're like little troop transports. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's a really cool video. You can watch the whole thing. Go around the Death Star. Yeah, I, I just was, like, even even like the old sets from uh, late 80s just look very legit. Mm-hmm. Like, they went all out with designing their sets and the animatronics and stuff. It yeah. just feels a very authentic, like, film quality set. That's fun, just in and of itself. Well, also, for, like, the video, didn't they get ILM to come back and do all the videos for it? Yeah, I, I think some of what they showed was footage from the movies. No, you know what? No, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of before the ride started, the travel commercials. Yeah, like, mm. half the ride is just standing in the queue. Yeah, true. <laughs> As is, you know, standard Disneyland procedure. Oh, yeah, I know. Or theme park in general procedure. They've got, like, droids lining the walkways and like R2-D2 and C-3PO, and they talk and move and stuff. And keeps you entertained, I guess, while you stand in line. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ride itself is pretty short. Yeah, it says, like, four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they had to... Um, so they made a video of you going through these, these planets and corridors or whatever, but then they had to sync up the like flight sim machines mm-hmm. to yeah. match the movements and stuff well, they said it was a very expensive ride to make oh yeah I'll bet. but also very popular so those flight sim things are very like cutting edge too apparently they could fit like 40 people in them. yeah that's nuts 44 people so what it was sounding like to me was they had a few different ideas for rides that they were working on like in the 80s, mm-hmm. before it became a Star Wars ride. They said it was going to be themed after the Black Hole movie. Weird. Black Hole movie. But that movie didn't end up being very good. I've never <laughs> even heard of it. The Black Hole, the Disney movie? No? It's pretty bizarre. <laughs> That's a weird one. Especially when they go into the Black Hole. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, I think they were sort of taking after the popularity of Star Wars, and, and Disney wanted to make its own space movie. <laughs> but... It's just weird and kind of creepy. 
from the description. Holy crap, it sounds nuts. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, one. really, like, it's a Disney movie? Like, yeah. it sounds kind of brutal. It's pretty dark, yeah. It's hard to tell who it's for. Parts of it are aimed at, like, a family audience, and then, like, toward the end, it just kind of goes off the rails. And <laughs> That's something to mention, though. It's This is in a Disney theme park, but Disney did not own Star Wars. Yeah. They were uh, collaborating here. Mm. I, I was thinking it would not be far-fetched to imagine that disney offered to buy out lucasfilm like multiple times yeah they maybe did i wouldn't be surprised right and he said i'll not not gonna sell it till i'm good and ready i'll take your republic credits that's what he said yeah so do we want to talk about these in any particular order like the planets and stuff yeah well how do we want to do it or do you want to talk about the old version of the tour first yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to it. <laughs> no. The first iteration of this ride was very basic. Yeah. There's like a pilot droid. Apparently, he's never flown before. It's voiced by Pee Wee Herman. Oh, wow. Yes, he is. I saw that. Paul Rubens. Every time, though, he says it's his first flight. <laughs> it's strange. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. What if you ride this thing more than once? It's a bad memory. The pilot droid, Captain Rex... Like the clone? Yep. They share a lot of similarities in the way that they lead. What? They show a lot of similarities. <laughs> no, not really. Other than a name. This droid didn't know what he was doing. So in, in the first version of the ride, that's why you're going to all these places. It's just kind of because your droid is a little crazy and goes off track. Right. You immediately go off track and then you end up in um, the Death Star battle and you do the trench run. I mean, pretty great. But that's about it. Yeah. I mean, he nearly caused you to crash into the rune system. Really? Well, he, he doesn't says, say that, does he? Choose to believe it's the rune system. Because <laughs> he runs into, like, the comets. The comets. Yeah, you're just running into the comets. the rune comets. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, like, 30 seconds of the, like, four-minute ride is just going through this comet. So it's just like, oh, caverns, ice, woo, ah, woo. Oh, yeah, yeah, you fly right through the asteroid, and you've got the classic asteroid music playing. Oh, yeah. Music is great, always. And uh, you come out of hyperspace in the wrong spot, right where there's a battle between the X-Wings and the Death Star. And one of the rebel pilots sees you and goes, Star Tours? What are you doing here? <laughs> well, you can relax now. Everything's under control, and uh, we'll be on our way to the Endor Moon without any further delay. This is a combat zone. He saves you from getting pulled into the... <laughs> right. I thought that was pretty funny. He's like, Star Tours? Yeah. He just sounds... <laughs> like, he knows who you are, and he seems really annoyed that you're here. Like, yeah. again? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you were here just, like, ten minutes ago. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you, you know, you're, there you are, so what can you do but go on the trench run with them, zooming around over the Death Star, mm. and then you zip off into hyperspace again when, when they do, and... Go back to your station, never arriving at your destination. <laughs> nope. That second iteration like, kind of had a few different routes you could take. Yeah. Which was cool. The second one, the reasoning was that 3PO gets stuck doing repairs in the cockpit and the thing just takes off without the pilot. <laughs> yeah, I, the second version I liked a lot better. Oh yeah, no, it was great. Way more interactive and you had C-3PO just 
not knowing what he was doing. Like, I like I like the fact how you know they always take people's pictures when they enter into the the ship. That was very clear. yeah, and they're very clear. so then they get stopped by the Imperials. They're like, hold up, we're looking for a rebel spy. They look like this, and they'll flash up some random patron's picture yeah. in there. And it's probably a certain seat. They just take yeah, a yeah. Of the seat. <laughs> a randomly selected member of the audience is actually a rebel spy. And you could hear the audience laughing at that. Right, right. Got a good chuckle out of everybody, yeah. <laughs> that one gives you a little bit more of a reason why all of this is happening. Because you first are running away from the uh, TIE fighters, right? Because you have a rebel spy on board. Yeah, and so yeah. that takes you to some random location. And then you get a hologram message from one of several different characters. From Princess Leia and from Yoda. Admiral Akbar. Oh, yeah. Saying, we need you to meet us at these other coordinates and return the spy to our rebel base on, you know, Naboo or Coruscant or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader could show up in one of the chances. And he uses the Force to throw your ship around. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It moves you around. I think it's very clever um, with the way they design these rides. So, I mean, you're just looking at a screen in front of you, but when it's 3D and then they're pretending it's like the windshield of this shuttle, Mm -hmm. you've got like a droid sticks a suction cup on there, or the buzz droids later, too. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Trying to cut through, or the (laughs) Wookiee lands on it. Very funny. At one point... Didn't a droid break the windshield? Yeah, as it ends, it, you crash into a pit droid and it just busts through the windshield. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's realistic. Mm-hmm. And it, you've got an animatronic C-3PO actually in the room with yeah. you talking to the audience. But yeah, so for the, the newer one, you can go race or do pod racing right. on Tatooine, which of course you then compete in the pod race and get a pod racer stuck to you, I guess. And, Thus, you can go faster than Saboba. Yeah. Beat him. Right, as long as you're there, you gotta just keep going and try to win that race. <laughs> uh, you also fly through Kashik, Which he only calls the Wookiee planet. Oh, man. Ooh. Come on. Interesting. He doesn't get named. Well, maybe that's what it means in Wookiee. <laughs> you don't see much of Kashik, Even in episode three, you're mostly just on the beach. This you fly, you're flying all through the jungle and through their tree houses and stuff. Yeah, and like you, it's it's kind of weird because there's a mix of, of um, the the empire, which when you see the uh, Kashyyyk in episode three, it's you know droids and clones. But this is you actually see like the empire there. Oh. Sure, right, okay. right. It feels like this is happening during like episode three, but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's like the scout troopers. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, the the timeline is all over the place. I kept trying to place it, but. <laughs> They're also traveling through time. Pretty much, because then they show up in Coruscant at some point, and mm-hmm. the the Hoth scene looked really like the original, kind of like with the jittery stop motion of the AT-ATs. Oh, it's entirely CG, but they did a, they did a pretty good job of mimicking sure. um, the motion ones from it. the the original video. And Coruscant, where you're flying around in the skyscrapers. Yeah, so the Coruscant one was taking place during the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Starts off in the space battle above Coruscant and then, yeah. then goes into the street chase. Yeah, goes back to episode two. I mean, we're, we're not trying to make this fit into any kind of canon <laughs> here. It's just fun. We're not? What? I mean, <laughs> you're, you are welcome to try. <laughs> uh, you go to Naboo also, right. mostly underwater. You kind of go down through the atmosphere and then 
into the ocean and fly past Gunga City. You almost hit Jar Jar. He just dives out of the way. Typical. You go through the planet core. Yeah, get eaten by a sea monster almost. Planet core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the big, big Goomba sea fish. creatures <laughs> grabs onto the shuttle. It was like that crocodile one that bites your Yeah, the, the second version is just awesome. The way that they interact with uh, the audience. Mm-hmm. So there's this part where Boba Fett is chasing you. It's like uh, the asteroid chase in episode two. Mm. That was Jango Fett. This is Boba. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and the Death Star is there too. Like, who knows? He he launches one of those um, sonic bombs. Yeah, the sonic mines. Oh, so great. Oh, R2 is controlling your guns, apparently. He just kind of pinks it back at him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was so funny. And Boba, Fett, like I love. I mean, you never see Boba Fett, like hardly ever. So it's even just a little glimpse here. But his reaction is just so funny. Say goodbye, Rebel spy. You know the the characters to me are always canon in this stuff. Great. <laughs> I really liked it. There are videos uh, from the new versions also online. Looks like you get a message from, looks like Lando's talking to you. Uh, old Lando. Old Lando, yeah. Nice. Part of that really long, the hour-long video includes a little bit of the opening ceremony or whatever, and they do like a stage show yeah. with Star Wars stuff, and I, I think I actually did see that. When I was in Disneyland, I'd, I'd, I've seen it. I've seen other videos of it too, like the stormtroopers do these stupid dances and stuff. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> dance numbers. <laughs> but man, like that stuff is so cheesy. Like I'm all for like having the characters dressed up and walking around for pictures and stuff. But like all the Disney stage shows are just so cheesy. Well, yeah, you can find all sorts <laughs> of dance offs with Boba oh, Fett man. and right. <laughs> Darth Vader. Uh, but uh, the ride is cool. I've watched videos of other rides based on. Like, movie franchises. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've been to a few. I went to Universal Studios once. I went on, I think, the Terminator ride. And uh, I think I went on the Shrek one for some reason. There's a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids thing. Yeah, yeah. That one I just saw the video. But it's kind of fun because even though you know it's not as official as a movie, like, for some of these things, that's all the continuation you get. So it's just kind of fun to say, okay, sure. Let's see what else these characters did. Mm-hmm. You get a few minutes of them talking about what's happening now and oh now we get to go on this ride because the experiment is going haywire but and they're talking to you like you are included that's a really unique effect yeah for like storytelling and film it, it feels more like a video game from a first person mm-hmm. yeah where you where you're a character in mm-hmm. the story all right yeah thought it would be nice to just look at this ride for a few minutes and see how it all ties in with uh, with what we've been watching yeah and and to see um you know where star wars stuff was at Mm -hmm. at different points in time this is like the transition period and uh yeah we'll be covering the uh sequel movies pretty soon prequel prequel movies (laughs) i thought that's what i said (laughs) oh yeah sequel prequels sequel Prequels, exactly. <laughs> prequels, sequels. Midquel. Actually, the uh, original trilogy would be the prequel sequels. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> and also the sequel prequel, right? 
Same thing. Well, sequels to themselves. <laughs> this movie is a sequel to itself. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the tagline. Coming soon and previously <laughs> and currently to a theater near you. I just don't understand. What's Some Star Tours time travel. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the flight. Join us next time where we'll talk about something else. Yeah, who knows what Maybe episode one. Who knows? Eventually episode one.